from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano Sayas. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this, hold on, this, this is all my fantasy children. This is a tabletop world building character creation storytelling podcast where each week Jeff and I rent motorcycles. Yes, we rent motorcycles. We take your listener prompts and we turn them into the sickest ramp that we can build. And then we go out, we rent motorcycles. We could have just bought them by now with the amount of money that we spent on motorcycle rentals and insurance. But we get different ones every time and they're different colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps us inform the character choices. And then we uh, we just do a, we do one sick jump every week. Yep. And uh, if you can pinpoint where in the episode we do the sick jump, We'll send you a prize. Yeah, uh, the prize this week comes to us from our newest, uh, our newest network. We are part of the Road Hogs Network. Yes, yes. And it's a motorcycle enthusiast, uh, biker network where they have tons of great podcasts like all about sick jumps and sick jumps and, and road rash. Tricks. No, and road rash is the name of the podcast. That's the most successful it one. It specifically is a road rash replay podcast. <gasps> they play road rash level by level and they comment on it. They've got some, they've hit some really insightful game design discussions. And now I actually kind of wish that this podcast existed. I feel like this bit backfired on. Us. All right, I'm gonna go back and delete all of this before some shitling just steals this idea from us and makes a million. All right, cool. Do we have a prompt this week? We do. Um, prompt this week is brought to you by Doily Spider on Twitter. Hi, Jackie. Hi, buddy. And the prompt is, the owner-manager of the most relaxing beach resort and spa in Moon Crescent is also the most high-strung person in Moon Crescent. I like that. That's a cute, that's a fun idea. And I have some very specific ideas that I'd like to get into with you. What are they? Uh, let's roll for pronouns first. Ah, yes. I am going to roll my new, uh, I have dog D6 where each one has a different puppy on it. Does it have numbers on it or are we just yes, going to guess? No, no, no. It has no, I actually, so I have a one through six ranking of my favorite puppies. And uh, then if, okay. And, no, they have numbers on them. <laughs> that is a four, a dachshund. So she. Okay, but, but does, does four line up with your rankings of your favorite puppies for Dachshund? Oh, that's an absolute N-O on that. My number one is a pit bull. Number okay. two. <laughs> number two. Um, I don't know. Oh, I like Boston Terriers a lot. Okay. Uh, number three, really like, mmm, Dobermans are pretty. Uh, four is a nice bulldog. Number five. Is a poodle. I like poodles because they're like big and athletic and super smart. Mm-hmm. And number six, it's called a Catahoula leopard dog. It's really pretty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Common in the South. Great. So, yeah. So, thanks, guys, for joining all my puppies, uh, all my pound puppies. Be uh, sure to the, like this and is subscribe. The pound Puppy Rewatch Podcast. Yeah, we are in hell rewatching <laughs> Pound Puppies. Uh, we are on episode 406. Um, please loosen the straps to my chair, Jeff, and take the toothpicks out of my eyes. I need a break, uh, and I need some eye no, drops. I won't. I won't do that. Now, welcome so, everyone to our clockwork orange room. <laughs> so, I, I have some very specific ideas. Yes. Um, 
So she's, I, I, I've been thinking about this, and I think the idea that I like, and sort of where I want to take the episode, and the idea that I want to throw out, and sort of the, the thread that I want to chase, is I kind of like the idea, Moon Crescent has this culture of mutual self-care, right? It has this idea that, like, you take care of yourself, and when you are in low tide, you know, when you're in high tide, you take care of yourself, when you're in low tide, you reach out and you get help from other people, right? Yes, that is correct. But I like the idea that on top of this, this woman is high strung. And I think I like the idea that her resort is not necessarily a representation of like the care culture of Moon Crescent. It is simply a representation of like, I am high strung. I, I like to relax. This resort is, is a collection of things that relax me. Maybe you will enjoy it. I love this a lot. And real quick, Jeff, can you remember during Apples to Apples in like 2007, what the two, what the only tie we ever had was? Uh, it was relaxing. Yep. It was fly fishing. Yep. And I don't remember what the second one was. It was bird watching. <laughs> fly fishing and bird watching are the two most relaxing activities. That is, I, that's still correct. So before, oh, sorry, I'll let you, I'll, uh, please introduce the method for which we are, uh, doing because i need to learn this so we have a game that we're gonna be playing this week it is called treehouse dreams by gray pawn uh it is a storytelling game about building an imaginary treehouse through a series of questions that are also designed to get to know one another as people and i think that this will be a really interesting and fun way to like get to know this get to know this person and her like dream resort the place that she built to relax herself and therefore other people Ooh, okay, i think it'll cool. give some real interesting insight yeah i agree this sounds good by the way i have not played this yet uh peeps so please be patient if i'm like jeff can you go back uh well that's fine because i also have not and so this will be an interesting uh learning on the go experience let's fucking go okay um, we are going to build this treehouse together. We're going to continuously draw cards. We're going to answer questions and prompts and also learn the rooms of the treehouse, what is in them and what's special about them. The way this is going to work is we're going to draw cards, uh, playing cards. Each card is tied to a specific prompt. We are going to answer the question on that prompt and, t and together you and I will talk a little bit about what that says about this person who remains unnamed See if I can come up with a good name. Do you want to say she's an elf before we even start? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, cool, cool. Do you want to roll on uh, Madeline Hale's Stable Fables for a name? Ooh, I do, I do. All right, give me give me a D100, please. I sure will. 26. Her name is Evelyn. Evelyn. I love that name. Evelyn. All right, so Evelyn the elf uh, owns this resort that helps her relax. Her name is Evelyn Skyline. Fuck dunking. Because they just, have like uh, magical name. They have like, they, that's like the elven naming structure is very magical. Yeah, you pick a dope name. I think like, because we already said they have houses, like royal, yeah. you know, like House Roserage or something, where like people just pick their last name and it's sick. Yeah, I, I like that. I like, actually, let's, I'm going to say that as canon that like, you choose your own last name. Like, when you sort of embark on your own, like, it is unlike the dwarves who sort of choose their name at birth and it sort of, like, guides them. Elves, it is sort of the tradition to pick your name and pick, like, pick your last name and pick your the place that you're going. And the funny thing is, most people, I think, most elves do it just to sound badass. Mm-hmm. 
like yeah. Dusk Seabreeze. His real name is like Dusk, like lo- no, they don't. Do they not have one? You just you're just born and you're like your name is Dusk, and then eventually you have to pick it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's a tradition of like you are given a second name, a surname, when you are ready to embark on your journey. Sick. That's cool. I like that. That's okay. really good. So yeah, her name is Evelyn Skyline. Ugh. She has this beach resort. It looks out over the endless ocean. And she she built it for pure, pretty purely selfish reasons. Like she is she is high strung. She's always been high strung. And she's like, I need a place where I can relax. Mm. I'm going to make that place. I think uh, then I think she came across a beach that she found to be the most beautiful and perfect place for her, Mm, was coming there for many years to just kind of chill out, journal, have a beverage, watch the sun go down, watch the sun rise, eventually built a house there. And then I think it started by inviting guests over. You know, like, do you want to go to my summer house? Like, I have Mm -hmm. a sweet beach house. Do you want to come hang out at my beach house? And then from there, people were like, you know, this is the most relaxing I've ever felt in my life. You should probably invite more people. And it had to... I think it grew out of like, well, I need to feed myself. I might as well open like a little hotel resort here. Yeah. I like is that. It, that's is, that's that's good. I like that. Is it nice? I think it is. I think yeah. I think we'll I think we'll learn that. We'll learn okay. exactly how nice it is. So here's how this is gonna work. Um whoever is the oldest is gonna go first. That is you. Oh uh, yeah, flip, you're right. Flip over a playing card and tell me what it is. King of spades, a strong the start. King of spades. Uh, we're going to talk, the first thing, uh, and you're, I think you're going to start the answer to this question, uh, is we're going to talk about the hanging closet, which I think is right inside where the first thing you walk in, right? Oh, when is you're in your large... room? Like you mean your room or the whole thing? Or is I there think, just a, oh, okay. I think there's a big coat room. Yes, yes. Is the, resort. the first thing, yeah, it's the first thing you see when you walk in. Okay. In this room are racks and racks of clothes. Everyone browses through. Um, tell me about... Tell me about a piece of clothing that is special to her. I know exactly what this is. All right. So when Evelyn used to come to this beach resort, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you go to a beach house and you're by yourself, you're not going to wear a lot of clothes. So I think Evelyn used to wear a, wears a special robe. Like once you get to the beach house, it's like, you know, pants off, shirt off, robe on immediately. You know, so this robe was like her comfiest robe. Perhaps it's enchanted. And I think like a spa, you walk into this coat room in this coat check and you're immediately given like the spa robe. And it it kind of, I think it has like, you know, like a thunder vest for a pet that hug yeah. gives them the hug sensation. I feel this robe has the same effect when you put it on where it just, it kind of relaxes and soothes your muscles. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think it is customary to like walk around in these robes in the resort oh yeah and why would you walk around in anything else right it's just comforting and it's warm it's always warm but it's never like hot yes they just they keep the right temperature they breathe real Mm. easily in the summer but then in the winter they stay nice and warm there's a little bit of magic in them, but not. It's not. It's also just like finely made. Yeah, and there's. I think there's varying ones based on like based on what you want. There's a super long one. There's a mm-hmm. super short one. You know what I mean? There's a, just yeah. a bunch of you are given clothes in this magical coat closet to fit your needs. Yeah, I love that. This game is sick already. I'm like, can we use this all the time? And yeah, that's pretty much the game. We talk about it. We kind of flesh out the room. We flesh out what's special about it. We talk about how it relates back to Evelyn. 
and then uh, it comes to me, and I draw a card, and we go back and forth, basically until we feel like we have fleshed out, like, who she is and why she's doing this. I dig it. All right. I am going to draw a card. Uh, my prompt is the Two of Diamonds. Two of Diamonds is the aviary. Oh, this room is full of colorful birds. Oh, oh that's awesome. I love that. So, yes, yeah, <laughs> so you walk good. in and I think this is how this is. This is how this is going to work is I think we're going to go like sort of follow a path. And so because yes. I think I love the idea that there's the coat check on either side of like the foyer mm-hmm. and the first room is just full of like beautiful birds. Yeah. Evelyn is taking us on a walking tour of the grounds. Yes. I think she was a bird watcher. Ooh. I think that, like, that was the first, that was kind of what drove her to the beach. And that was what, like, she grew up around birds, like, watching them, which is partially why she picked the name Skyline, was because she, like, was watching the sky. Always. Yeah. And she, like, she gets birds, right? Because they're flighty and they're anxious and they're high strung. She gets it. So she surrounded herself with birds. And so the first thing you walk in and it's almost, it's like a bird sanctuary. Yes. I, that's what I, exactly, the first thing I was thinking was, if I were to roll up on this, like, archipelago beach, right, and I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, look at all these birds, I would start probably feeding them. So mm-hmm. I think th- it's not so, it's of course not, like, she clipped their wings and has a bird in a cage. I think it's honestly, like, these are her bird friends. Yeah. They come, like, every morning, I'm thinking, like, a room without a roof. Or like a retractable roof where the birds can come and go freely and they just come and hang out in this beautiful, it looks, are there plants in it? I'm thinking like if you were to walk into like a beautiful garden, there's like trees they can live in if they want to move in. It's not so much like a zoo, but more of like an enclosed habitat for birds. And there's like. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I don't know if birds have, you know, cat, like the cat uh, play areas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if birds have those, but they have those in Moon Crescent. Yeah, I think that's it's a space for birds to like hang out and play. And she invites people to come and she kind of like gives talks about like, oh, look, this is like this is the rainbow. This is the rainbow tailed macaw. It if If you look at it in just the right angle, you'll see every color there is. And it's like wings flap out, and it's beautiful. She 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 knows all of these bird facts. Oh, is it a, is okay? I will add this detail then. It is optional in this resort to get a complimentary pair of headphones and walk around to each station and learn about the birds with a recording yep. from Evelyn yep. Skyline. Like yep, yep, in yep. this in this enclosure is the golden beaked finch. And you're like, oh, wow, cool. Or you're like, oh, my God, get me the fuck out of here. This is awful. Uh, this is a well, lot of birds. Because we said it's kind of a selfish thing. So oh, it's absolutely. Like, it's self-indulgent. And she's like, oh, I love this. I'm going to I'm gonna record this. And she makes it. And there, there are absolutely people for whom this is everything. Yeah. And then there are people who are like, there are so many. I did not know there were going to be so many fucking birds. But you know what, Jeff? Listening to this boring, uh, <laughs> boring description, you can just take a seat in one of the comfy Shea lounges or Shea's, whatever. Just take tea. a nap. Take a nap too. Be lulled to sleep by Evelyn Skyline's boring Wikipedia description <laughs> of a bird. <laughs> it's very factual. And the genus of this bird. And you're like, oh, very, very factual. Yes. She's not playing around. She has a deep passion for these birds. And there are hundreds of places to stop and listen. All right. Flip me. I think that's good. Let's flip another card. Seven of hearts. Seven of hearts. Oh, the scrapbook. 
the guest book of the resort. Is that it? That's all it No, says? I'm reading it. I'm <laughs> oh, I was reading like, it. Jeff, it's so hard. This book holds a page of each of you recording trinkets, photos, and notes about how you first met. Retell those tales now as best you can recall. Hmm. Okay. So I think we're going to spin. Yeah, let's spin this. I have this. one. I have one. I have an idea. Go for it. Go for this, it. This, Jeff, is the journaling room. Okay. I think that Evelyn Skyline has a deep passion for journaling. This is where Evelyn would go, uh, if this is her beach house and she would come here alone. I think that she is a, she's a journalist. She's a journaling enthusiast. Encourages okay. people. This is sort of like a meditation room in the way that you come, uh, you can leave. It's encouraged to leave something behind of your journey. So you mm, come like in that. and you write who you are, where you've been, you sign the guest book. And maybe scribble down a journal. No one's going to read it. Yeah. But it encourages you to just kind of reflect on the day that you've had at the spa and the things that you've seen and how you feel about it and the and the consequential um, relaxation that may come from journaling in this room and, you know, leaving a trinket behind like, oh, did you gather a feather from the aviary? Is that what we, it's called? Yeah. 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 Uh, leave it behind in one of our feather boxes for someone else to enjoy. You know, there's this little kind of reflection room. It's like a little place to reflect and meditate, maybe. You know what this says to me, though? What? About, about her and about her, like, life and who she is? She used to be a writer for Ooh. Rose's Guide. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, so, she, she is somebody who was kind of antsy and always on the move. She has a passion for writing. She has a passion for wildlife. I think that she, in her younger days, traveled around and, like, travel wrote. I, 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 that is perfect. And from there, I think she, so she's traveling around, right? She's a young elf, traveling, traveling. She's been everywhere, nonstop, breakfast on the go, every single day, work, 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 work. Finally hits this archipelago of, like, moon. You know how sometimes when you're out traveling and traveling, then you go back home and you notice something that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that she's out traveling. She sees the almost the entire world, and then is like assigned someone. You know, the pub Rose gets uh, gives the assignment of Evelyn. I want you to go back to Moon Crescent and uh, see what you can find. So just comes across this archipelago that might be in her childhood home. You know that mm, in that I like that. And is like, oh my god, I've never noticed this before. This has been in my backyard this entire time. This feeling could have been mine forever. I'm staying here forever. And it yeah, just becomes like, like this secret hideaway. I don't think anybody knows about it. I think to get there, you might have to do something cool like Echo the Dolphin, where like you walk into a cave, there's a pool there. You dive into the pool, you swim underneath. And then she emerges on the other side in another cave, and then there's this beautiful archipelago. Mm-hmm. Of course, afterward, she once the business opens and invite friends, it becomes like way more accessible. But I think it was like a discovery by just her and just her. So it was yeah. like her private beach in her own backyard. Yeah. All right. I like that. I love that. I yeah. love that so much. That's yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She was definitely like used to write and found this place, and now this is her. This this was her spot. After a life, after what may have felt like, I don't know how long she traveled. Maybe it was only a few years. Maybe it was a lot longer. But, like, she finally found a place that she could, like, settle. She could, call like, settle down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And that's why she built this whole thing about, like, this is the place to relax after your travels. Yeah, it's 
Oh my God. It's just a place to decompress. It's like, have you been, you've been out on the road? Come on down to my relaxation station. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I'm going to flip a card. Hell yeah. The 10 of spades. The 10 of spades says the rain barrel. This magical barrel makes rainfall taste delicious. What does it taste like? Oh yeah. That's very good. Um, I think it's, Along the, I think what it is is there are bars. I was just really hoping you said bars along the side of the aviary, where like there are just these barrels of rainwater. Ooh! They scoop it with a ladle. They pour it in a glass. There are big pools of them for for the birds to drink from, and it is the barrels themselves are an old uh dwarven invention. Oh, from her traveling days, she like she came and she like came across uh. Her partner, who was a dwarf, a dwarven bartender. Ooh, cute. Give me some pronouns. Yeah, let's roll. So he was a poodle. No, I'm kidding, but <laughs> he was a he was a dwarf. He was a dwarven bartender. Um hmm. I don't want his name to be. I know what his first name has to be. What is it? But I have to... Is it Beryl? It's George Barrelhurst. Oh, George. George and Evelyn. George and Evelyn. Did they, they and, you know, did they open this together? Or hmm. did they break up? That's what I'm saying. It could have been like, I learned this on the road and I, I had someone in my life and, you know, they had a passion for making these rainbow barrels, but that time has passed and I have, I have since acquired this talent from the breakup. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like, I like that they are, here's what I think it is. Okay. They are no longer together, but they're on good terms. So mm. when she opened the, the, the resort, she was like, hey, if you want a place to, like, you know, bartend, like, I've got space. And <laughs> bartending was his passion. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's I like a, it's a business. It is a business partnership that yes. was romantic once and now isn't. And now they just happily work together. And, you know, everybody loves going to George's. You. <laughs> have upped this ante ladies gentlemen and those who don't give a fuck george's is the most legendary shithole greasy spoon diner in mount holly new jersey that is so near and dear to my heart because it is closed and jeff has just summoned the ghosts okay uh jeff how why did they break up they broke up. I think they broke up because, uh... It's gotta be some shit. I want it to be some shit. I want some dating drama. What happened? Um... She stopped picking up the fucking phone when she was at the resort? Was he needy? Was he like, why aren't you texting me back? And she's like, oh my god, fuck off. He... He is... <laughs> George is very stationary. Mmm. He wants... He kind of wants to be... He wants a routine. Yeah. He wants, like, a... He wanted a nine-to-five. He wanted... You know, a, he kind of wanted to hear him describe it. He, I wanted a nice, boring life. Ah, uh, that ain't gonna fucking fly. Yeah, and Evelyn in her in her in her younger days was like, "I want to see the world. I want to see everything." And so they were like, "Well, then this isn't gonna work." Yeah, I'm seeing this as sort of a fling now, and I kind of love it. Where it's yeah. like, you know, they're in G's and Geo, they're hooking up, they're drinking from rainbow barrels. It's awesome. And then he's like, she's like, all right, so where are we going now? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm staying I, in Geo. I, like, live, I live here. He's like, bye, motherfucker. I'm out. <laughs> all right, on to the next one. And then later on, it's like, I need booze. Hey, George, remember me? <laughs> it's me, Evelyn. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think also, but I think also George was like, if it's a fling, I think it's like a, it's got to be a mutual fling where George was like, yeah, all right. She was, she was kind of flighty. She bounced. That's fine. It was fun. We had fun. I still think George is hung up on Evelyn and this kind of <laughs> eats at him. Like, so, so wait, look, cause let me pitch you this. Let me, let me talk all to you right. about what happened just now. So Evelyn meets a man. <laughs> Evelyn meets a Joe, a dwarf in Geode. They start hooking up. They start, she, you know, they're talking about his business. Oh, this is so amazing. All right, I'm leaving. Bye. We have to break up. A phone call like a hundred years later. <laughs> hey, so I'm opening this business. Um, can I have your technology? <laughs> so, well, I think he works there. Like, That's, I know, but like, I will employ you. That's, <laughs> That's a stinger. Fair. That's a stinger on that phone call, man. Oh, hey, Evelyn. Oh my God. I was just thinking of, you want me to, you want me to what? <laughs> How much? Minimum wage. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, I guess. My he's, phone hasn't rang in a while. <laughs> he's, he is co-owner of the, of the resort. Why aren't you letting me have this, Jeff? <laughs> Give this to me. <laughs> because it's awful. I'm not, it doesn't, the world is not perfect, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, all right. No, you've convinced me. All right, it, you, you sold me. He works here. Yes. <laughs> no, you know what? I'll do you one better. He doesn't work there. He legitimately, like, his fuck you back was to just, like, because I think she came to him in good faith. And yeah. be like, I want you to be, like, I want you in on the ground floor of this. I want you in on the business. Mm-hmm. But his rebuttal to her walking out years ago was to just be like, all right, here's your barrels. <laughs> take, take my tech and go. <laughs> Here you go. And like, so she's like, she heard that like on this, on like Tuesday, the, the Georges was supposed to be here on Tuesday. Tuesday rolls around. She just gets some crates of barrels. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, I thought that no, um, I'm good. I'm actually, this works really well because he's like, I'm happy here. I've got my, I've got a good, boring life. Yes. That's why I was saying like, if he's stationary, he ain't moving a moon crescent. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He's you're chilling. Absolutely right. And they're just like on awkward terms of, hey, did you get my, uh, did you get my invoice? Uh, yeah, I got your invoice, George. All right. Talk to you later. And George cool. starts to say something, but the phone <laughs> clicks. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's George, what was it, Barrelman? Barrel, Barrelhurst. Barrelhurst. I love Evelyn as sort of like this super, like, her goal is relaxation. You know what I mean? She is a very, because mm-hmm. we said she's the most high-strung person in Moon Crescent. She does not have time for George fucking Barrelhurst. She's like, I have to fucking chill. Yeah. You know, George, get away. God, I got to go lay in the sun. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm still, I, I like that. Yeah, I like that he signed the paperwork on these barrels and said, "All right, I'm, 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 I'm running my tiny bar in Geode. I'm not uprooting my life for a woman that I had a fling with a hundred years ago." And she's like, "Oh, okay, that's that's fine. I, I kind of turn it over a new leaf, but that's that's fine. I'll take the barrels, and you know, there it's." It's weird, but they're okay with it. Something about Evelyn that I think is starting to surface that I think is kind of sad is she takes a lot of things personally. I think she takes some mm. things a little too personally, you know? And that's why yeah. I think she's having trouble. Uh, she has trouble in the business world because not to say like she's a girl, so she's sensitive. But I mean like just in the way that she's built so many relationships and she's used to having these temporary kind of – you travel here, you travel there. You know, you meet people, you might never see them again. 
now that she has to develop things with these people, I think she's having a little bit of difficulty. Uh, you know, you can't exactly just hole up on this resort anymore. You know what I mean? She has to run mm-hmm. it. So I think she has a hard time with... Uh, she's very used to these short-lived burst relationships that are great for her. Like, hey, everybody. How's it going? My name's Evelyn. Uh, thanks for letting me take some pictures of your town and write a bit. I'll see you later. But now it's sort of... It's a little, I think the reason for her high strongness is she has to be in one place. Mm-hmm. Even though it does relax her, it it is still a solitary, not solitary, but it's super fucking relaxing. But it is a high stress atmosphere running a fucking business. But it's also, and it's also a job, right? Yeah. Like, it's also work. Yes. She can only, does she only use the, does she use it every day? Yeah, of course. She uses the spy every fucking day. Oh, she, she lives it up in the resort, but yes. like- she also, it's also, like, a full-time job that she has to, like, manage things. And I think she's really, really good at it in yes. the way that, like, owners of bed and breakfasts are. Because she likes those, like, short-term, you know, I knew you for three days, I'll probably never see you again, but uh, have, like, happy travels. Like, she she thrives in that. But, like, it's it's the longer-term relationships on a professional level where she's like, I gotta... I gotta have a contract with a birdseed guy. Oh, God, that's the worst. He's gonna call me every fucking day. Like, I think that's the, that's the part of the, that's the relationships that kind of is, like, actually work. Because, because, yeah, I think you're exactly right that she is used to knowing people for three days and then maybe never seeing them again. And she's, yes. okay, and she's fine with that. Yes. And so resort goers are her people. They are people who are in a place to do a fun thing for a week. And then, hey, if I don't see you again, at least we got to share a cool thing together. Yeah, we all chilled together. We had a great time. I will see you later. It's it's the people. It is the people that she has to work with that are work. Yeah, because no one likes doing fucking work. God, if I worked at Chuck E. Cheese and I was eight years old... I'd be pissed, like, at, when I'm not getting to play in the ball pit and I have to wash all of the fucking plastic balls. We just, we have created, we have officially just created a workplace sitcom. <laughs> We've, it's true. Oh my God, it is a workplace <laughs> sitcom. Our main character is Evelyn Skyline and she's a little high strung because she just really doesn't want to fucking talk to anybody for more than like a couple minutes. All she wants to, all she wants to do is sit back with a, I think the, the closing shot of every episode is her like sitting back with a cocktail and she's just like, it's all worth it for this. And that's when the credits roll. And Aaron, do you know what the title? What is the title? The sitcom is? I, I know you already know. And that boggles my mind how you already know. It's called For the Birds. Oh, fuck. That's so good. Jeff, that is, I just, hold on. Hold on one second, Jeff. Hello? Hello? You loved it? <laughs> you want it? Jeff, it's Fox. You loved oh, it? Hang up. Hang I up. Know, the phone I right know. Now. Hold on. No, one one no, second. No, Jeff. Hang, one second. One hey, second. No, I'd rather you hang up the phone right it's now. It's already canceled. <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> I did <laughs> they not. loved it, and then they realized that it was heartfelt, and then they're like, not interested. <laughs> uh, that's, you know what? That's about the lifespan of a Fox sitcom. We had a good run. We had a good run. Anywho, so do you want to draw another card? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, I, I will draw. Who's that? Yeah, it was your turn. I got a four of diamonds. Four of diamonds. The pantry. Here's where you keep all your snacks and dried food. What? Do you, what is? What is Evelyn's favorite food? Hmm, I want to think long and hard on this one. So Evelyn is an elf, grown fucking woman who has traveled the world, lived like 
Sort of like the kind of like a cartoon uh, door-to-door salesperson where it's like, good morning. Mm-hmm. Hi, nice to meet you. Bye. Get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. super fast interactions, a little cutthroat in that way of just like really just not that personal. Sort of doesn't like social interaction that much. Like, yeah, like super. And this is a max level fucking introvert. Like wants nothing to do. Like loves oh, yeah. you, but just wants nothing to fucking do with you for more than like 15 minutes. Would would be ha- if no one ever came to her resort again, because we said this is on like her this is like at her in her backyard so she probably like owns the land and like doesn't necessarily like she probably owns the land so like it wouldn't necessarily close down if no one came yes but she'd probably be pretty okay if no if people just stopped coming i think her favorite food is here's the image i'm gonna give you on a beach, there is a bonfire, crackling, crackling, crackling. It burns down to hot coals. It's beautiful. It's warm. Out swims an elf woman from the ocean with a stick in hand with a fish on it that she recently just speared. She sticks it in the ground, lets it roast over the fire, and she just kind of watches the sunset or the moon rise, you know? Mm-hmm. And she eats this little fish all by herself looking out at the ocean. I think that is, like, her favorite fucking thing. It's, like, roast yeah. fish right in a campfire, nobody around, just because you can eat it like a fucking animal when you do that. It's, like, you, no one should eat fried chicken in the company of others or, like, ribs because your fingers and face just get covered in, like, grease or sauce. And she really just gets to lean into this fish and just rip it up like a golem from Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings. Yeah, I I think that's I think you're exactly right. So I'm just seeing someone who's just not fucking interested in really hanging out with other people, but they come to a resort and that's fine, but just please just don't fucking talk to me. I'm not interested. So I kind of I don't know. I want to say that like she takes things a little when I said she takes things a little too personally. I think what I'm getting at Trip advisor, Jeff. We have mm-hmm. to address fantasy trip advisor. Fantasy trip advisor. Um, if she gets destroyed on fantasy trip advisor, and wait, uh oh. By fantasy trip advisor, do you mean Wizard Presents World Tour? Oh God, yes. I think <laughs> that is something that, like, if you get a bad, because she's used to the fast, positive, like everybody likes Evelyn. Oh yeah, she's great. But if you don't like Evelyn, devastated. Cannot handle it. Like, yeah. can handle it, but fucking is like, oh, this is gonna drive me crazy. What did I do? What didn't I do? You know, it's it's sort of that introvert thing where you really. You want to hang out, and you're like, I bet this person really wants to hang out with me, and I don't want to disappoint them, but I really don't want to fucking hang with them. So when it's like, had a super awkward time, met the owner, shook my hand, offered me fish on stick, one star. It's like, <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I offered you fish on stick. Uh, I offered you. Oh. That was like five-star accommodations. What the fuck? Okay, yeah, I like that. And yeah, I think that her favorite food is absolutely just any, it's fish and anything she can, like you said, she can just dig into. Yep. It's anything that she can like, anything she can cook on her own without necessarily like a lot of, of prep or a lot of like fluff or a lot of like stuff from different stores. It's like, it's a lot of like one ingredient dishes. Oh yeah, down home shit, like some rustic stuff. And I think, can I have an image? Can I give you an image real quick? Yeah. Evelyn is sitting on the beach, just like right on her butt, like sitting like a doll, you know, just ripping into some food. It's all over her fingers. And next to her, like a bird starts pecking at a fish she's caught and is also just going ham on it. Look, that They make eyes at each other and it's sort of like the, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's my motherfucker right there. You get me. 
Same. And then they just write back to, yeah. I love it. Awesome. I love it to death, Aaron. (laughs) All right. I'm going to draw another card. I love this game, by the way. This is very good. This is fun. I'd love to play it honestly with people. Like, I'm enjoying it making a character with it, but, like, I also kind of want to play it with people just because it... It is a game that is designed to enable people to get to know each other better, and I can ar- I can see how that is, like, really beautifully working, even as we are using it as a character generation tool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I have drawn the Seven of Diamonds. The Jewelry Box. Ooh. There are buttons, coins, necklaces, etc., etc. Each corresponds to someone else playing. Okay, yeah. This is the gift shop. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, this is actually... That's what she does for, uh... Her hobby, like her her thing, is she makes jewelry, mm. bracelets, and and necklaces, things with things with string or leather cords. Love it. And she makes them because like she's able to like fiddle with her hands, and like it is a distract. It's sort of a fidget thing. It's it's a distraction thing, and she just makes them and like hangs them up. And she has this little like pop up shop that is just like things. It's called Evelyn's Odds and Ends. Evelyn's odds and ends is exactly right. So you just fucking, you are slaying, by the way. That's very good. Because, do you know how she finds the ingredients? No. Every day, I don't want to say morning, because I have a feeling when Evelyn's relaxing, it's like roll out of bed at 1130. So mm-hmm. every day, Evelyn throws on her headphones, grabs her metal detector, and starts beach combing. Because nothing mm. is more solitary than poop. Ooh, mm-hmm. and then just digs away. At the excuse me, are you the owner? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I have my headphones on. You, you can you can take off the headphones. <laughs> you, just, you just responded to, to to my question. You can just take off the headphones. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm hunting for treasure. Do you need anything? Yeah, I need more towels. Okay, we'll get those for you. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. We'll take care of that for you. It's just kind of like is a little rude about it. But in like a way that I, I'm thinking the level that I would be. Where if I, if I'm on vacation, Jeff, and someone fucks with me, oh my god, I, you gonna get sliced up. And I think that's Evelyn's way of like, this is my special place, and you, I am giving you the luxury of hanging out at it. Please fuck yeah. off. Please fuck off. I am in no mood. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that it's sort of a uh, an unspoken rule. <laughs> people just, people just know. Like, maybe there are some world tour reviews that are like, that are like, four stars. I had a great time, but just, but like, I'm going to pass on to you what was passed on to me by someone, by a frequent, by a frequent stayer. Don't bother Evelyn when she's metal detecting. (laughs) It will not go well for you. So there's just a lot of, it's like, you know, Disney parks, how there are like the guidebooks and the people that go often and they like hand off like really subtle like tiny pieces of trip advice yes i think there are people like that that just hand off like don't talk to her like do not talk to her when she's metal talk when she's metal detecting there's a book of don'ts and and i think you know who i think wrote it evelyn under a pseudonym Evelyn on a pen name was just like, here's a list of don'ts while you're at the resort. Uh, don't do this. Don't fucking do that. Don't do this. Don't fucking do that either. Cause it'll drive me nuts. Also, a fun note. Uh, I think there was a guest that was very excited once and at the concierge desk was like, Hey, so, uh, are there any shows or entertainment? And it's just Evelyn. She's like, ew, no. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Okay. 
Chris, a quick question for you, because if we're setting up this high, strong, just not in the mood for your bullshit uh, elf, what was she like as a kid? I think she was an ex- like, I think this kind of, it feels very natural to connect that back to her life as a travel writer mm-hmm. and say that she was an explorer. Yeah. And say that, like, she could not be kept in one place. She was always, like, wandering off. Yes. Just because she's like, I don't really, I don't want to be around people. I don't really, I'd rather be, like, in the woods. So she's just, like, walking through the woods, walking along rivers, taking swims. And so, like, I think that's kind of who she, you know, and then that kind of grew into... Now I'm seeing the world, I'm going on adventures, I'm I'm having flings, I'm having fun. I'm not, you know, I it, it's it still roots from that sense of like I just don't really want to be like around this. That gives me an idea. How she got her job at Rose's Guide. She is 11 years old. She's mm-hmm. uh out beachcombing. She's just poking around grabbing seashells, you know, being adorable, making a seashell uh headdress for herself and it looks really good so anyway every day at the end of the day she journals about her adventures right she -hmm. writes what she did what she found blah 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 blah. descriptions of what she saw one day oh no unfortunately oh i could have sworn it was in my back pocket oh my god my journal someone finds her journal is reading it goes to these places and is like oh my god this is the most beautiful description of the I, i need to visit this beach that Whoever this writer is talking about, you know, goes to the beach, finds Evelyn and is like, and Evelyn is like, oh my God, that's my journal. Like you found my diary. Oh God is mortified. I think the person, Mr. Is it, is it Rose? Yes. Rose themselves is like, is this your journal? I'm so sorry that I read a page from it, but I just had to come to this beach because you described it so perfectly. I think this is some child prodigy Doogie Hauser type shit where it's like, how would you like to keep adventuring all by yourself? And doing your thing about questing, solo questing in the solo in, in the solo queue, exploring the world. Because I I would like you to write for me. I'm an up and coming travel guy. I think this is like what gets the road. I think Rose is just honestly an investor, mm-hmm. and they just invested in Evelyn uh, Skyline. And Evelyn Skyline has spent her entire life writing this book. Mm, I love that. And I, I love that because I don't necessarily envision her as particularly old. No. And, and, and I think so much of this resort feels like her figuring it out along with us. Yes. That I like the idea that she is very, she is young, mm-hmm. but she is also, but she has had that entire life of travel, right? Yeah. She like saw the world. So I think maybe she's like, Maybe she's, like, in her early 30s. Yeah. She started, like, writing for them when she was, like, 12, 13. You know, maybe wound up in Geode around, like, 20, 22. Had her fling with George. And it has been, like, 10 years. Oh, yeah. She's... This is a worldly human... This is a worldly elf. I almost said human being. So, like, they've seen some shit. They know what they like, and they know what they don't like, and they know what they're not interested in, and they know what they're interested in. And it's fucking chilling and exploring. Yeah. And I, and I think sort of what we're setting up for this resort, the most relaxing place, is like, welcome to my ideal space. This is my perfect zone. You want to hang out in it? Fine. Please respect my motherfucking zone. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something to that that is probably why it is perhaps like so sought after. Mm-hmm. Is that like in a war, in a, com- in a society, that is so built around community, there is something to be said for, like, this is mine. 
Like, this is me. I am making, I am making a mark here that is distinct and it is mine. And there is a certain appeal to that in a world that is so built around, like, making everyone comfortable. And I think yes. there people are kind of like, you know what? Like, it wasn't really my scene, but I had to see it because, like, I just had to see what I, I think, I think this is, um, I think this might actually be the closing note. I think that it becomes, it's sort of a, uh, there's an inspirational aspect to it of like, I wanted to see what someone's ideal zone for them yes. was. And then like, people are like, okay, well now I, I, I can start thinking about like what my ideal space is. Yes. It's why it's so focused on journaling and reflection because you're basically entering the ideal of another human, of another elf. You know, you're basically entering the ideal of another person of this is a space that this person finds to be the most relaxing, most wonderful place. You write about your experience, you know, you reflect on it, and you come out probably a little more chill than when you came in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes her so high strung almost and take things a little personally, because this is your ideal. This is her world. Mm -hmm. So if someone doesn't like it, or if someone has a little criticism, it'd be like, ah, but this is my, this is me, you know? And that's why I think she takes things a little too seriously, because this is her world. You know, welcome to, what's it called? We haven't named Mm. it. We haven't. Huh. It has to be real good. It has to be real good. Something Cove or something, is it something beach? Sunny Skies Cove. Sunny Skies Cove. Welcome to Sunny Skies Cove. And I think even she, like, she has a name for it for herself, but the business Mm -hmm. is called Sunny Skies Cove. And that's just what, like, I guess that's what people will like to hear. So I named it that. You'll never know what hers is. Yeah, she has a name that is strictly hers that will never be told. Like, never, you'll, no one will ever know it. I really like this character, Jeff. I'm like, uh, I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, just like someone who's just not really into bullshit or really interested in your bullshit, but kind of is, but also is kind enough that those two things, the the acts of kindness of allowing you into her play space and not wanting to deal with your bullshit aren't really connected. She just doesn't, yeah. she's just an introvert, you know, she's just a little high strung. I think where the joy of it comes from, and I think partially why she really gets into like reflection and souvenirs and journaling is because she likes that she likes it's it's like we said she likes those short-term relationships right she yes. likes okay cool i got to know you over a few days like i know enough about you that if i were to meet you again like i could come up with a cool conversation topic yeah but we might never meet again mm. and she's like okay cool like i hope that like you got something from this because i know i did and i'm done i love it my my closing note for this is before you leave before you check out you know, you've been in this, you've been at the Sunnyside, what is it, Sunnyside Resort? Sunny Sunny Skies Beach, or Sunny Skies Cove. You've been at Sunny Skies Cove for like four days, you know, you've been watching Evelyn, you know, trudge along on the beach, doing her thing. You've been just been, you've been watching this person live and do their thing and really chill out. And you're like, oh God, that person really doesn't enjoy my company. Wow, I'm, God, I feel kind of bad for being here. At the end, Evelyn is like, you know, takes your robe back. And make sure that every single person who comes in, you get a selfie together and it's put on a wall. Because it's not, because it's not, I I, I can't stress enough that this isn't like a mean person. It's someone Mm. who just can't really connect that way. You know, appreciates you, but just can't connect in that way. Doesn't really want to, but appreciates you. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing is like, she is, she gets a selfie and she like, effortlessly recalls one detail from like every guest that from like a conversation yeah where she's just like 
Okay, cool. Um, this has been great. Uh, g- good luck with the shell collecting. Like, that's a, you know, hey, I found this on the shore. Like, did you want it? And it's like this beautiful spiral shell. And she's like, hey, I found this. If you want it, like, I'm not going to do anything with it. Or, okay, uh, okay, cool. Have fun at the dance recital. Um, by the way, and she just like has this one detail for like every person. I love that. Because she loves, she loves these like short term connections. Yes. She loves, there's no strings, there's no obligation, there's no long term commitment. It's just like, I opened, I opened my door to you so you could see my world. And in exchange, whether you realized it or not, you opened your door to me and I learned a little bit about like you. So thank you for that. Like, thank you for showing me your Sunny Skies Cove while staying at my Sunny Skies Cove. I'm obsessed with this story. Is that and a wrap? Ra- yeah, that's a wrap. I think it's a wrap. Oh, God, Jeff, that was so good. Yeah, I love that. Thank you, Jackie, for your prompt. Thank you so much. That was a very good prompt. Oh, gosh, if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, Oh, there are so many ways you can do it. And just don't be shy. Send them away because they, they're they so wonderful and I love them all. Uh, you can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can also post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can also email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. You can also use our website allmyfantasychildren.com. There's a content submission form on there. And you can also post them to our Discord, the link to which is pinned to our Twitter. That's right. I'm going to roll for her birthday really quick. I'm sorry if I'm interrupting the post credits. Her birthday is December, December 27th. It was yesterday. We missed it. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Evelyn. Well, I mean, she gets to, she got to appreciate, she's so happy that we missed it because. Oh, oh yeah. She, uh, she did, she did nothing. Oh, the, no. The resort wasn't open. She like, she, she woke up at like 1.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, she she did a few of those where she woke up and was like, mm, okay, I'm up. Going back to bed. All F- right. <laughs> Fuck it. Good run, everybody. Yeah, everybody's like, hey, Evelyn, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday on your uh, uh, fantasy Facebook. And she's like, oh, no, I don't have that. But she does, but it's just to read yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's established. Um. If you would like to support our show with some sweet coin, there's a way you can do that. That's on uh, patreon.com as I show my fantasy children. Your backing helps support hosting fees, equipment costs, con appearances, and is a great way to tell us that you support our show and support its growth. The other way you can do that is by telling a friend, an iTunes review, social media shout out, word of mouth keeps us going, keeps new people finding us, gives us new stories to tell. So if you want new stories, but if you don't like sending prompts, just tell everybody you know about the show and one of them will tell us, give us a prompt and then somebody else will tell us a prompt. And it's like a chain reaction, man. You know? That's real shit. Was that directed at? Was that directed at? Was that you know directed at me? Because I spaced out pretty hard. There. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, what comes after Patreon? Uh... Oh, Jeff has a second podcast. My God. And they play two-player games on it like we did today. So if you enjoyed this and you haven't listened to Jeff's podcast, you're going to go ape poopy. Yes, it is called Party of One. Party of One is an actual play RPG podcast focused on two-player role-playing games. Every week I sit down with a guest one-on-one and we play through a short, self-contained role-playing game session. Yes. You can find that at partyofonepodcast.com. Do it right now. After this ends, fucking go click that now. Um, do you, now, Jeff, do you have a verbal hug this week? <laughs> uh, I do. You know what I do? 
it is 100% okay to just, like, not want to be around people sometimes. Yo, so, there's so, I think we're both, can we, can I safely say, Jeff, that we're both self-inserting into this story so fucking a much? A little bit, a little <laughs> bit, yeah. There, at, at times, yes, there are at times, times when I am, like, there are times when I am super desperate for, like, company and to be around people, and then there are times when I'm, like, I'm just gonna be by myself. I'm gonna grab, I'm gonna have my headphones on, I'm gonna put on my favorite Mountain Goats music, and I'm just gonna space out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what's your verbal hug? That it's okay to do your own thing? That's, that's 100%. Yeah, like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you were, I thought you were getting ready to add something. No, um, I was just gonna say that, uh... Yeah, I mean, me, I'm having that today. I have the apartment to myself. I'm off from work. I am not going to leave the sweatpants that I'm currently in until tomorrow when I have to go to work. Like, I, and I, and I ain't gonna feel bad about that. This is something I like doing. I'm not gonna stress. I'm gonna try to enjoy this solitude and reflect a little bit on my busyness and just really enjoy time by myself. It's gonna be great. I'm so excited. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah, I think it is, it is absolutely okay to just be like, I wanna be alone. I enjoy being alone and I just kind of want to not, and I, I, I don't want any, I don't want any disruptions of that i want so quiet serenity it's also okay to have the opposite thing and be like i want to be around people i want crowds i want energy i want enthusiasm you know it is perfectly fine to prefer the social situation that you prefer Mm -hmm. and i think that is my verbal hug is like if my verbal hug is in the coming week if you want to just be alone i hope that you find an opportunity to just be by yourself i hope that it's quiet. I hope nobody, like, buzzes your phone. I hope that it is warm. Like, I hope the sun is out if you like the sun, or maybe it's cloudy if you prefer the rain. I hope you get that moment of, like, absolute Evelyn Skyline level relaxation where you're just like, this is my space. Yes. And if that's, and if that's like, among a giant group of people, you know, and, and it's loud and there's energy and laughter and like, you know, if that's your scene, I hope that you find yourself in the busiest, loudest, crowdedest, most energetic, alive, fun scene imaginable. And real quick, I'm going to walk you through a nice relaxation uh, session. So, hi, listener. It's me. It's Chad Butternut. And... And get the, get this get this off of my get this out of my ears. <laughs> I'm done with this. Uh, I actually have one last uh, verbal hug, if you'd like. Yeah, the double. Uh, Aaron, would you like to draw me a card? I would. Okay. Queen of Spades. Queen of Spades. Sunlight shine. The sunroom. Sunlight shines through the large windows and creates patterns on the wall, reminding you of important images that you'll never forget. Aaron, what do the shapes and shadows remind you of? Ooh, okay. Like me personally? Yeah. The shapes and shadows of the sunroom. The the first thought that immediately comes to me is <clears throat> there were a few times when I was in graduate school that I got to like chill in Savannah, Georgia. And it's such a beautiful place. And it reminds me of when I had these huge windows, when the sun would come in and I'd be like sitting there, like doing homework in the living room or something. And they, I would feel it on the back of my neck and be like, God, this is such a beautiful place. Like I should take more time to see it. And then I would just look out my window and see like a horse carriage go by. And that was just the best feeling of like, I think I'm doing something okay in my life. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I, the sun shadows to me remind me of, uh, I travel a fair amount 
and getting to see the skyline of the city of Philadelphia, like, when I'm back home is the most wonderful, like, it is one of my favorite things to see in the world. There's a particular view of the skyline if I go out um, on Baltimore Avenue in West Philadelphia around, like, 47th Street. There's a nice little intersection where I can look down, I can see the skyline, I see the signs from the West Philly, like, restaurants, and, like, the I see the Comcast building, I see these big skyscrapers, and I see the skyline, and it is just... It is home, and it is the most beautiful, like, it is a thing that, like, I think about when I'm away, like, when, like, flying back from Gen Con, like, the skyline of Philly was the, was, like, the most wonderful thing to see, like, when it, like, when I, like, stepped off of the plane. Yeah. It's, like, my favorite thing in the world, because, like, it's, it is my favorite city in the world, and it is where I've it is where I want to live for the rest of my life, right? And so, like, seeing this skyline, it's like, this is home. This is this is my space. This is my this is my zone. I love it. You found your sunny, sunny side cove. Fuck, I'm so bad at remembering names in this show. <laughs> sunny Skies Cove? You found, found your sunny, sunny Skies Cove. There, I'll edit it's it my, and make me sound it is better. Absolutely, it is absolutely my sunny Skies Cove. That's awesome. That's so good. We should end every episode with a fucking flipping of a card and seeing a room. I I think I would like that. Yeah, let's do that. But until next time. (laughs) Good night and good game.